like comedy? Yeah. Do you like two white guys? Yeah. Do you like two white guys talking about comedy? Oh, boy, do I. Well, then, you're in for a good news, because you're listening to... Two Mike Minimum. We just E.T. double finger banged. Yeah, that's our thing now. That's our thing that's now our, that no one can see. No one can just, see it. It's, it's, just, just, it's just for us. It, it helps keep the podcast strong. Right, but when we do video, you'll finally see right. how aroused we get when we touch yeah. tips. Touch, touch tip, double tips. Touch double tips. With our fin- two fingers. Yeah. Oh, boy, here we are for another oh, it, hour. It's going to be one of these, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. No, I just like... I just... <laughs> usually, I kind of... It's like sometimes like I don't think about like, oh, we're recording a podcast, but like <laughs> for some reason, like I just thought like, oh man, we got to do this for an hour. I got to be on. I got to be on for an yeah, hour because you, you, you have to go because, <laughs> you know, you have, you have to perform like mm-hmm. it, like doing like doing a good podcast. You have to perform in a sense like yeah. maybe you don't have to perform strongly, but you have to try to be interesting and entertaining even if you don't feel like it. And that's what makes a good episode is when people are kind of on all the time and they're making an effort to be on. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. why this show sucks because right. we're never on. No, we're fine. We've, <laughs> but motherfucker, we we went to San Antonio. I'm, we interviewed an Orlando comic. Motherfucker, we're going to interview a famous Russian comic. I think true. we're we, doing we're better doing, than... We're like, doing better than most podcasts. Exactly. That's we're true. doing better than 90% of podcasts right now. I don't know. I'll give us... I would say I'll 90%. Give us, I give us 85% of 85? Okay. Yeah. The thing is, there's a billion podcasts. There's a billion podcasts. We need to get our numbers up to for me to say 90%. Yeah. Well, our... So our the our content's episode, okay. Just we need to figure out a way to get more people to listen to this shit. We need more Russian bots. And <sighs> that that'll happen when we get yeah. Dennis Chizoy on, which is presumably going to be next week's episode. Okay. Uh, we should also say who the fuck we are every episode, because we never do. Oh, we always forget to do that. You know who I am. You actually don't. I am your uh, skinny, skinny, slim motherfucking co-host, Peter Clark Deutsch. And I'm even thinner than Peter. <laughs> I am Sean Barry, baby. Yes. Um, we are two. Or as I was referred to last night as Sean Crowley. <laughs> Sean Crowley. Uh, yeah, Bill's starting to lose it a little bit. He got oh, my name no. wrong. Oh, he, Bill. He literally stared me dead in the face for about... 30 seconds and couldn't think of my name. Are we going to have to put Bill in a home? Oh, now? I said that. We're going to put him down. <laughs> we're just going to. No, don't put him down. It would be funny, though, if, if like, we're the ones who put him in the home. Like a, a year from now, like all the Lucy's comics, like just drop Bill off at home. <laughs> yeah, just put him He's in. He's like, where's my wife? It's just like, this is where she's been dead for years. This yeah. is where you live now. To be fair, there is a Sean Crowley. That's Jimmy's brother. So. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's what he was thinking. Um, welcome back. We haven't done a, just a you and me and you in a while. Well, we did before the Samantha Ivy interview. We did, and then yeah, because we got back from San Antonio, oh, we had nothing slated. So that's we right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, let's talk about the fucking Bagel Boss video. Oh, I forgot and about also that Stormy episode. Daniels. <laughs> and Stormy Daniels. And I picked that because I knew it would, it would upset Sean to talk about this midget of a comedian. And you know what? I was right. Mm-hmm. I was 100 on the right. Yeah. This guy's a bad dude. But honestly, who he, should kill himself? Okay, but also he followed us on Twitter. All right, that doesn't mean anything. Which is, I don't, I don't know. I'm, that guy I'm, I'm is so he... <laughs> desperate for attention. So who was talking about? I, I think I was listening to somebody else's podcast. Like, is that just what comedy is now? Where like, if something bad, if you get go viral, you just become a stand-up. Is that that's your way out? Because you know somebody will come see you a little bit. Well, so the thing, I think about stand-up is that like, essentially, Chris did what every. Uh, guy who feels like he's not getting enough attention does and decided to do stand-up yeah which is why we all got into stand-up i mean he's just doing what 
Well, he's he's taking now that he has the attention. He's tra- yeah. trying to translate it into into money. Yeah. Uh, somebody I forgot what woman said. It was like every guy thinks they're funny. Oh yeah, like because every we talk to a girl, you're gonna tell her jokes, right? Yeah. And if a girl likes you, they're gonna laugh at you, no matter if they're they're good or not. So yeah. every it gives every guy self inflated confidence. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's white male and, privilege and, and right there. That's why we keep flooding fucking open mics. Yeah. Saturating the open mic market. Saturating the market, but only the cream of the crop rises, baby. <laughs> and we're the Sometimes. Cream. We're a white hot cream. Yeah, we're fucking cream. Hey, we we, we got we got interviews up the wazoo. We got interviews coming in the coming Not weeks. only do we have Dennis Chazoy coming up, which is presumably next week. If it's not next week, it's going to be like within three weeks. We actually got into contact with uh, two other comedians who are outside uh, the New York City area. Basically, what the premise of this podcast now is that we're two New York comics, and we want to yeah. talk about comedy that exists outside of New York. Yes, we're going to try and find other areas and locations and then translate that into going viral in those locations, and so <laughs> then they'll fly us out there to do comedy. That's yes. the, kind of our strategy. Yeah, no one's willing to fly. I did text you drunkenly, mistakenly. <laughs> we'll tell this story. Uh, so we were texting. My friend, I was went out to uh, have some drinks with a friend on Saturday mm-hmm. night, and I was a little drunk, and he was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I listen to the podcast and stuff. Shout, shout out Stephen uh, mm-hmm. Rotolo. Uh, he's like, yeah, it was really funny. Your San Antonio trip seemed like fun and stuff. He's like, you know, I'm actually going to Albuquerque. Uh, like, I was like, oh, you ever think about doing it there? I'm like, I have never thought about Albuquerque in the slightest. And any outside of <laughs> outside of Breaking Bad, I don't think I think about of it. Albuquerque once every 10 years. Yeah, I think about watching Breaking Bad, and I'm yeah. like, man, that place is a shithole. <laughs> he's like, well, uh, you know, I'm going out there, and, you know, my company would probably pay for a plus size hotel room so if you guys wanted to crash with me going out there we could do that for you and i'm like oh fuck yeah let me text peter so i remember in the morning uh, but i texted uh he'll fly us out there because i was drunk and i was just like he was like yeah i was like wow your <laughs> friend's willing to fly us out to albuquerque like no. fuck yeah but but then sean's just like oh no it's just he'll get us a hotel room yeah and which like, is also pretty good which is good but at the same time the expense is in the flight yeah so the that, that, that is that is our part. main hindrance is flying out there and albuquerque is pretty much on the other side of the fucking country. Which yeah, is, I wonder how far. How far do you think Albuquerque is away from here? Two thousand miles. Yeah, I actually think I've been. No, I haven't been to. I think I was I've been to Santa Arizona, Fe. or maybe I was in Albuquerque. So I went skiing in New Mexico once. And There's skiing in New Mexico. See, that's a common misconception. Like every every time I tell people that, they're like, I mean, "What the I, fuck are you talking about?" I guess the yeah, I guess the rock. But no, there's there's mount, there's yeah. mountainous areas in New Mexico, and those get a lot of snow. I went to Taos when I was a freshman in high school, which is. A long time ago at this point um and i think I'm, the flight might have been to albuquerque but we went to like santa fe immediately and just like isn't albuquerque like one of the hottest places in the oh, country oh i think it's the service of the fucking sun <laughs> it's the service so of the we sun. do this we're gonna go i'm, I'm tired of going we're to gonna really, go on ch- in july <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go yeah we'll go and i'll get into this in a second when i talk about nashville but i'm tired of going really hot places yeah uh let's see officially albuquerque is 1818 miles away from your house Okay, and it is a get us some Google driving directions. That's what I'm doing right Let's now. Go right now. Okay, we if we got in the car and started driving right now, it will take us. Oh, what the fuck! It's still <laughs> one day and five hours. All right, so you guys ready to strap into a 29 hour podcast? Yeah, just <laughs> people would listen to that. We're gonna keep going. If we just, just talked. It, it would just eventually just turn to me. Just saying, shut the. What fuck about up. the world record for the world's longest podcast? Is I bet it's like a I think thousand it, hours. No, I think it's like a day. Really. Yeah, you have Let's, to talk for an, a thousand. That's like so. It's that's, like that's like a month, right? So it's the same people. Yeah, same people on a podcast. Okay. It's definitely like I'll guess thirty six hours. 
that makes sense because I'm pretty sure like the world record for was longest stand up sets like around that. Dane too. Cook has it. He did like a day. <laughs> I thought it was like an Irish comedian. Maybe Dane maybe, Cook. Maybe maybe the Irish comedian. But I remember it <laughs> yeah, was Dane was Cook. Like... They were like going back and forth on it. Uh, yeah. No. Also, it's just hard to do because people has to record. You have to have something that could record it that whole time. Yeah. You know? Like it takes up a lot of space. Oh like, yeah, you need like a fucking. Uh, like a 128 gigabit SD card or some yeah, shit like that. For, it's God a damn. day. It's it, 36 All hours. Right. All right. If this uh, if this podcast if this episode gets uh, 500 listens on SoundCloud, we'll do a 24 hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, we won't. I'm, let's stop promising things. <laughs> st- we still have our uh, our competition. We never we're never going to do. This is going to be when when someone drops a slur in a really awkward way, and yeah, this, like that's, uh, this that's clip goes viral. Yeah, God. <laughs> oh shit! Not hey, only is Sean pro- canceled, but he's got to be on for 24 hours next hey, episode. This is, this is just a pro tip. Uh, if you're going to be on something that's recorded and goes online. Don't say any racial or homophobic just slurs. Like, just shouldn't throw that out there for you. That's a free tip. If you need a Google list of slurs yeah. <laughs> and put it by you as you're recording, just so you have that as reference. You can again, you can only say the slurs <laughs> that are that you're the demographic of. I can right, say right. fucking Mick from my Irish industry. That's all I got. I didn't even know Mick was a Oh yeah, yeah that's a real heavy insult in the Irish. I mean I'm also Irish, so I guess I could say that, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think it doesn't sound right coming out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any slur from me sounds right. Uh, like, could you imagine me jolly here, jolly say, say saying the N word? <laughs> <laughs> imagine me saying jolly saying the N word. Like yeah, it would yeah. sound both racist and off putting. Yeah, it would be just so, um, <laughs> sorry, racist. We're not going to do that. Sorry, racist. I do think it's funny, like, if, if a podcast was recording and they had to print out an entire sheet of slurs. Oh, yeah. Do, just to do put not, in front of someone. Do not say, do these, not say these, these, these things. things. It actually reminds me of, do you know the show Review? Was oh, I, that was Central. my favorite show. Yeah, I like, when he it. when he's re- reviews being racist. Racist? So And he funny. has to go to, like, a... a like a racial sensitivity meeting and he's just like excuse me how do i use that slur in a sentence <laughs> he's, he's never and, been... the, and the moderator is just like what the fuck that all right that's a, it's andy daly's show it is that the, show is hilarious one of the best ideas yeah. for a show i've ever oh, seen yeah, and one yeah. of the best executions the greatest episode i think it might be the funniest episode of all time is when he reviews pancakes divorce and then pancakes oh, yeah, that again pancake. that's a great that the fucking funniest episode. episode of television i've ever watched it also has like the darkest ending oh it is TV so show. it is so dark this entire show is really <laughs> it's dark so dark but it's, it's so funny tormenting a man oh man but anyway sean i think anyway, we, have, we have two topics you want to talk about hey, you Peter, were in let's catch up on comedy oh we gotta do that <laughs> I bet you said like five slurs doing that. No, I didn't. Those are all robot noises. Okay. I don't know what, what slurs are you talking about. There's a bunch. Uh, you can actually go on Wikipedia. I think I did that once. I went on Wikipedia and they just had like a thousand different slurs for like so many different races i'm like wow there's a lot of ways to hate people out there yeah. <laughs> so oh, you definitely uh, said at least one of them inadvertently dennis just emailed us oh cool well, yeah. thank you dennis yeah we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see if yeah we'll see if uh we'll get you on next week okay but anyway catching up on comedy i'll go first um 
I'll actually go first because something terrible happened to me. Oh, no. Well, something great happened to me and then something terrible happened to me. So I was on the Barely Making It show at the Creek in the Cave, Mm -hmm. which was a great show. And it was part of the Free Stand-Up Festival, which went on from the 15th to the 21st of September, where it was a bunch of New York City shows. They were all free to attend. I was on the Barely Making It show. Uh, That was actually one of my best shows all year. Like really fucking... How much time did I did you eight do? minutes. Uh, really solid. Uh, I'm probably going to upload that video to YouTube. So if you want to check out my YouTube, you can see that set. Um, so I, did, I had a great set at the Barely Making It show. And I get on the train to go home. And as I'm about to get on the train back to Westchester, I was like, look, I, I went through my bag to get out like my, my planner. Mm-hmm. And as I got out my planner, I noticed I only had three notebooks in my bag. And I usually carry four with me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And the one that was not there was the one I took out very briefly at the Creek in the Cave to look through a joke real quick. I'm like, motherfucker, I left my notebook at the Creek in the Cave. So um, shout out to Meg Felling. She was doing the show after mine. I messaged her being like, "Do you are you still there? Like, is my notebook still there? She just left. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So... I end up like messaging them on social media. They tell me to email the owner. I email the owner saying, Hey, did anyone turn in a notebook? I fucking call the place. Um, and these people like don't really know where turn stuff in goes. So I had to like go back to the Creek like a few days later. And, um, basically the the woman there, shout out to, uh, I think her name was Allie, the, Mm -hmm. the woman who worked there. And she was essentially like taking me through the office where they actually like keep, found stuff and there was a lot of notebooks there <laughs> and none of them were mine oh man and i was like but but the thing is that office has so much clutter to it yeah and as i left that office like i, I went to the the pile of notebooks and i'm mm-hmm. presuming if the notebook was if my notebook was turned in it would be like on top of a pile um but it wasn't there and as i left the creek i realized like oh fuck i should have like really looked through that office because my notebook might be buried at the creek in the cave yeah. now this is a notebook i've had for six years <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing that's significant about this notebook at this period of time is the fact that i've been re like a lot of old premises that i've decided to rework mm-hmm. i've arbitrarily put in that notebook just because it's the one notebook that's the least falling apart yeah because actually it was a notebook that i used the least (laughs) so i i have like a bunch and bunch and bunch of reworked premises in that notebook and now it's fucking gone yeah and i have three theories like one it's buried in the creek somewhere also it has my name and number on it so whoever has it can fucking call me or text me yeah so my theory is either a it's somewhere in the creek it's buried somewhere in the creek um b someone from a the later show found it and took it and had the intention of giving it back to me but just fucking forgot about it and it's with them or someone just fucking like a drunk audience member took it as a mini souvenir like oh i got a comedian's notebook and now i'm never seeing it again and all my hopes and dreams are in there yeah my the entire my entire library of alexandria was in that notebook and like the real library of alexandria all that knowledge is gone gone off into the air it's a good reference at least Look, I like I do like, I do like the metaphor though that all your hopes and dreams in the notebook got uh, thrown in the garbage. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like that's pretty funny. I mean, I don't no, think it does suck, there's though. no that's... there's no way a cleaning staff would have just like 
found like a notebook that said jokes on it and was like, this is trash and threw it I out. don't know. I feel like at the creed in the cave, they have to make that decision pretty, pretty often. Like, yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is <laughs> Motherfucker, I'll show them the tape. I murdered that yeah, night. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's terrible. That sucks. I, uh, so this is just this is just like a, a PSA for any New York comic. Like if you if you're at the creek or if you're anywhere, if you see a notebook that has my name on it or has a number on it, because I think my notebook is the only notebook that has a fucking number on it. Because I was looking through all the notebooks at the creek and none of them had a number on it. So if it has a number on it, text me. Honestly, I, I had this like secret fantasy that I'd go to an open mic. And like I discover a comic who like has my notebook and he's like trying to make fun of me with this notebook, being like, I found this comic's notebook and look at all these bad jokes. <laughs> and then I'd stand up being like, Motherfucker. Those, I, those I, are my jokes. I'd take out my like New York driver's license, being like, It's my name, it's me, it's this my notebook. <laughs> Give it back, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I'd beat him up. Fantasy. No, I just like want to like own someone. That's fair. <laughs> just be like, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm sure it's just lost in the cave. That's my actual guess. I, I'm thinking about going back and just being like, hey, can I look through your office? No, I, yeah. I, bet. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like you said, there's a whole room There's a full. lot of clutter there. Yeah. Not even in that office, but just in various nooks and crannies. Yeah. I haven't been to the cave in a while. I should, go, I should do a set sometime. So, look do a mic. I don't know. That, that sucks, man. Uh, I mean. It happens. It's never happened. And, you know, a lot of comics have been telling me, like, oh, this is why you use um, your phone. This is why you use Google Docs. This is why you go digital. And I get that. I get the yeah. appeal of that. Because if you use Google Docs, like, you'll never lose anything because it's fucking saved all the time. That's what I do. But I don't get the same thrill from typing as I do from writing. I love writing much more than I do, like, You're, you're much phone. more of a quillin quillen paper exactly exactly and honestly as, i'm willing as, as to you, as you write by the candlelight at night <laughs> yeah exactly my, my dearest sandra another my, dearest sandra. my my latest set of the comic strip it, <laughs> it went awry on the cold cold eve of october J- june <laughs> i don't know my dearest sandra have you ever been riding the sixth train and some homeless guy comes up to you with just his starts dick out? jerking off? <laughs> How, there's so many goddamn New York comedians who are like, I was on the train, some guy was jerking off, and I'm like, and I've never seen that. You've never train. seen that? Oh, I've seen it happen, but like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need that to be a bit. Like, yeah, I think we should let them jerk off. I, think, I mean, I think the guys just there's like, no stopping them. Just let them. I mean, you could stop them. Just you're gonna get some, you're gonna get some <laughs> well, come on you. Like exactly. that's that's the problem. I mean, I just choose not to. I yeah. mean, there's so many cars, you can just go to the next car. Yeah. Just be like, oh well, this one was an air conditioned anyway. I'm just gonna. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's a homeless guy, like that's all he's got. Like that's all he's got left. Mm-hmm. Let him finish. Yeah. That's all I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, for me. Um, I don't know, fucking just a lot of mics. Last night, somebody told me I sucked. Oh yeah, uh, is that a first for you? That's the first time I've gotten a flat out "you suck" mm-hmm. at olives. Olives was particularly bad last night because when I got there, it was good for a change. People were paying attention. They were active. There, people were laughing, having a good time. Like, oh fuck yeah, I'm going up second to last. I'm like, I'm in the sweet spot. And then like two guys before me, the room just stopped <sighs> were they did they do all right or did they everyone after after steiner went up everyone else just started sucking like yeah. and everyone else was doing good jokes too like everybody yeah. was everyone was actively trying last night and then just like no and then me i i was like this is so not worth it and i was trying some new stuff 
And then I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll do some old stuff. And then I went into my dog killing stuff. <laughs> You're the old reliable. Yeah, old reliable. And then mm-hmm. uh, someone was like, I don't like this guy. Like I'm like, I can hear you, ma'am. And she just goes, you suck. And which made me launch into my uh, uh, new story I'm working on from the Stormy Daniels show, which we'll get into in a second. But uh, Wait, so she said you suck, and and you said like, <laughs> just gave her a thumbs up. And what did that get in response? Nothing. She just turned away. <laughs> it was oh. like, that, thank you for the feedback, ma'am. I'm like that's well, you were bombing, right? So yeah, I mean, it was. It's one of those like bombing at Olives isn't even bombing at this. I point. think like the the move when that happens, if you're bombing and someone tells you you suck, you're just being like, oh, thanks for pointing out the obvious. Yeah, or being you like know. you want you like things easy, you get on the stage. <laughs> Yeah, I was. You know the documentary "I Am Comic." Yeah, there's a guy who talks about one of those instances where like someone just kept talking, and then she and he was just like, "Well, you get up and and you do this. If you yeah. think you're so good." And he was just like, "Never do that," because fuck, she was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that is the fear. If she kills, you're like, if she oh, kills, I do suck. you look like such an ass. I do, but like, you know, I don't know. It's tough. Comedy stuff. Look, it's a fucking olives, Mike. You know, it's. A little... Whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah whatever. It's, it's whatever, what have you. Yeah. Um, the thing you just learn about comedy when you do so many different crowds is just like sometimes a crowd's not going to be with you. And if they're not with you and you're doing material that works like, I don't know, at least 80% of the time, like you're fine. Yeah. You're just not so, connecting with that audience yeah, at the no, moment. Yeah. And you can either look at that as like, okay, well, how do I... How would how do I reach that kind of audience next time? Or you could be like, well, these people fucking suck, and I don't want to be a comic for yeah. them. Yeah, I know. It's still it's never the point where every time I go to Olives, after every set, I say I'm never coming back to Olives. And then, <laughs> I literally, I the worst is like about like three weeks ago, I made this huge stink. I'm like, I'm never fuck this place. I'm like on stage. I'm throwing, I throw like a temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then I go the very next Monday. And I'm like, fuck. All right, fine. <laughs> fuck it. So now I'm just. I decided purposely. I'm just going to end every set. Even if I do well, I'm never coming back. And I'm just. That's that would be funnier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just every week. I'm never coming. Back, and I'm just going to keep showing up. Well, I think you got to wait for a moment where you like murder and you're just like. Fuck you guys! I'm never coming back to this shit. Yeah. The problem is, I haven't. I've I've killed it olives. I'll say four times. I'll Out say of like fifty. Yeah, that sounds about right. Four out of fifty. Yeah, that, that's yeah, about. I mean, right. that sounds right for anyone, really. At that, some place. people do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Steiner usually does pretty well. Uh, that's good. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Um, um, what do you want to do first? You want to talk about Stormy, or do we want to talk about? Well, my... you were uh, in another part of the country, and was you were the police just drove by. Oh fuck! That was like the second time we've recorded the podcast and the police troop. Yeah, I think I they have the. I think they have this podcast tapped. That's fair. They're, they're just waiting. They're, <laughs> they're listening. Like... Uh, yeah, I guess we'll go further back to my trip to Nashville, Tennessee, baby. Yeah, yeah Sean texted me saying, or, "Well, this might have been a drunk text for you." Like, oh, I have they, a great I was, story. I was sober. I I definitely oh. overinflated the story. <laughs> okay, but... I have a great story. Okay, but so... either way, like you did, um, you did some, you did a mic or mics. I in did Nashville? a mic and I did a show in Nashville. Oh, you did a show. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, yeah, let's talk about right. that. So, so you're in Nashville. So I knew I was going to Nashville for a while because I planned it as a little birthday trip for myself because yeah. I like to get out of I like to get out of the town and just start doing stuff. So I'm staying with my friend Christine uh, for five days. And I get out of Nashville and I instantly love it. It's mm. it's the hard boozing, hard partying. Everything's kind of close by, but like it's still a city, so there's a lot of shit to do. It's the bachelorette party capital of the world. Fuck where yeah. it's just nothing and that, and like 
women in their 40s trying to prove to themselves they still have it like, yeah. <laughs> which is my main two demographics like that's just that's yeah. that's what i like that's that's what i want mm-hmm. uh so i'm like i'm in for a good time and then uh so the whole prior i wanted to do at least a couple mics and trying it on shows and stuff sort of like what we did in san antonio problem is i'm a i'm an idiot and i don't really i don't know how to fucking do this <laughs> like i don't know how to contact people on facebook you were so much i'm just like i type in nashville comedy and if nothing pops up immediately i'm like i'm done <laughs> that's that's how i do well, it usually what people do is they just say hey does like they post on their wall saying hey does anyone have any contacts in nashville and uh, see, usually sometimes people i don't do post that. on my wall ever uh juan carlos was like hey do you guys know anyone in san antonio yeah and i actually asked him like are you trying to get on stage he's like no i'm just there for a day but yeah. i'm like okay <laughs> i could have helped you there we but could we could have helped you in every regard for um, your future reference future yeah. reference i don't know i'm gonna stick because my strategy worked too so i just then uh should I tell the whole Nashville story? Or should yeah, I just tell the comedy? Tell the, yeah, we're, yeah, we have we have. We'll, 20 f- we'll, we'll tell your tell your experience doing comedy there because I want to like try. Yeah, to that, that's, this is a com- yeah, yeah comedy podcast. Uh, so the first night I don't do anything because I just wanted the drink and party. Uh, so that's a Wednesday night. So that's done. So the next day I'm like, okay, let me go out and uh, see what I can do. So I just Google Nashville comedy open mics. Uh, I find this. Uh, there's two. I go to this one called the Two Kegs Brewery. Uh, it's just you know, it's your standard like oh, like brewery, like you know, like a lot of barrels everywhere, bar, kind of a cramped space. It's kind of you know, it's like it's fine, and it's an open mic, and then it's like there's like twelve people, which is actually like, the perfect amount, but uh, they're all dressed the same and just flannel, like <laughs> cowboy hats, and like okay, okay. And I realized most of them are actually transplants out of uh, you know, not from Nashville, but some people were moving to Nashville now. So I go up and I'm like, oh, wait, wait, were those all comics who were wearing like the? Yeah, they were all like, I was like, was this was this purposeful? And then, oh wow, this is like what we thought we were gonna see in San Antonio. Yeah, just like a lot of stereotypes. Yeah. And I realized yeah. most people are doing it as like a joke, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, yes, yeah, so I go up and then it's just like, you know, I did just, just did five minutes, didn't think too much of it, and I decided just to go out drinking afterwards. I like I didn't put any thought and time in talking to people, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just try this one more time. Uh. Oh, wait, uh, no, I should finish the story. So I go up, and I do pretty well, and uh, then I'm going out drinking, and I decide I'm going to go out and do karaoke later, which is... As the, always, which yeah. Is, which is a, I'm a big karaoke whore. Like, that's a, <laughs> like, people should know that about me. And I still go to this place, and then uh, I'm at, I'm about, just before I'm about to go up, this girl is like, hey, were you, did you, were you at that mic earlier? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yes, ma'am, I was. <laughs> 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 if I ever sound like a 50, 50 year old Texan, <laughs> I was I was going for Johnny Cash, but whatever. Okay, I don't uh, know. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So, and as we all know, my comedy goals are what everybody say it with us: get laid, laid kill, kill myself, <laughs> and a few other like few Feinstein other or love. They're not as good to repeat over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I'm like, oh shit, this is going nicely and over. Uh, going well and she's like oh you're so funny and i'm like yeah i am <laughs> <laughs> did you say that yeah no. i did <laughs> yeah of course i'm an asshole i'll say anything fuck yeah and uh yeah we're Wait, so how old was she was she like your age she's like 20, 20 she's somewhere in her 20s i couldn't yeah, yeah, yeah i got she you could've, she could have been 22 she could have been 29 you said it's either like you know your age or it's like the 40 year old batch yeah, exactly i'm not you right. know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not cutting her in half and counting the rings. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Which is a weird way to describe, yeah, like, finding out a woman's age. Yeah, I want to split her in half, not cut her in half. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I want to split you in half and make sure you're at least 18 or older. 
Yikes. But anyway, yeah, so you're hitting it off with this woman who was at the mic. <laughs> hitting it off with this woman. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to get laid, and then I can kill myself, and I'm done with comedy. Like, <laughs> there we go. Nice, 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 quick little run. All right, I do a cup of karaoke, and I'm like, all right, I'm hitting it off with this girl. Then as I'm performing, her boyfriend comes up and just... <gasps> Oh, like, just like comes like that classic, just comes behind her, like grabs the, like that ass slide thing. But like oh. she had been flirting with me like the whole night, and I'm like, I'm just like, oh, like ah, well, no. I'm glad to say I can be always be sad when I'm doing comedy or, so the, yeah, that that story was not good for this podcast. No, I think it was a good story. Yeah. I feel like there was just definitely more to it than you. I, let there on. are parts I'm forgetting at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. I for a I forget fucking everything. I, how how long were you talking with this girl for? At least two hours. Okay. Yeah, it was two uh, hours. So I'm thinking she's been in a relationship for a while. I, I don't know. I I feel like I very easily could have had sex with her before the guy showed up. And yeah. Anything goes in Nashville. I'm thinking she's been in a relationship for so long, or at the very least, is tired of it, and she's just like, "Yeah, oh, like I want to talk to someone else." Look, a lot at, this, of, look at this big boy. I want to talk to this big yeah, boy. Yeah, you know. yeah. Her boy, her boyfriend looked like you too. Is the worst part. Just <laughs> you got fucking, you got cock blocked by me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, so that's funny. Wouldn't be that the first be, time. Well, won't be the last my time. Comedy goal now. Yeah, is that I got to you. Gonna cock block me. That's fine. Cock blocking. You mean my 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 enemy? I need to like make out with a girl. Then like bend her over and like look into your eyes as yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> like you, uh, oh, you were talking with this girl, motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, so next day, I'm like, all right, it's Friday night. Actually, before, can I just stop you right uh, there? Go for it. So you texted me that you had a story for the podcast. That was kind that of night it. too. Actually, I I did run into a girl that night. I was at a club after a mic with some friends I knew from Binghamton who were part of the improv uh, troupe. So we go to this club, and as I was about to leave, um, this girl says to me, hey, did you go to Binghamton? <laughs> and I didn't know who this girl was at all. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I did go to Binghamton. And and like we just started talking for a little bit. Not too long, like only five minutes just talking yeah. about like where she lived. Uh, I, I didn't get why she recognized me though other than that like we probably were in the same building like at one point, uh, like my sophomore year, her freshman year. I think she's a year younger mm-hmm. than me. Uh, so we like talk for five minutes and we exchange numbers. Um, and this was, this is definitely, this is as you were yeah. trying to also. So we were, we were yeah, trying in, to fuck. We were in sync. I just say, to, yeah, we were, get we get horny around the but, same but she, time. But, at this she, point. but she leaves. Uh, and then yeah. we, then we text for a little bit, mm-hmm. but we stopped texting. And the last text I sent her was when I had to reveal that the reason why I was at that club was because before that i was doing a mic because i do stand up <laughs> and she is not texting me back since yeah, i'm I, like that's fair well that's a lost that's one fair. right there. i realize now that we've been doing this podcast we're starting to sync up you know like women's periods will yeah sync we're, up. Our, our horniness our is erections sinking. are sinking yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next day i'm yeah. like all right i want to see if i can get on a show somewhere and i'm like okay so i just i look up all the comedy clubs uh, the, what I know about well enough the most is Zanies. It's a yeah, it's a chain, but I know Zanies in Nashville is pretty pretty well regarded. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, call it up and I'm just like, hey, I'm uh, from uh, New York. You know, I'm a, you know I'm an old micro but doing I'm on some shows. I can send you a tape if you want me to. Uh, it's all on YouTube, and they're just like, no, click. <laughs> and I'm like that. Right, that's fair. I was, yeah. I was just cold calling. I was, I was like, yeah. I just like, hey, give me a five five minute guest spot. You know, nothing big, nothing. Big. I just like, you know, I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, then I'm like, I tried Third Coast uh, Comedy, 
Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, listen, we're super booked, but if you're ever back, just let us know ahead of time. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fair. I probably should have started more than just the day of yeah. to get on a spot. And then I'm like, all right, uh, do number three. It's the comedy bar. Hell the comedy yeah. bar. And I'm like, okay. That's not a bad name for a club, in my opinion. No, it's here's the thing. I, I actually, like that more than ninety percent of names of. I mean, it's pretty, it's know. pretty directed to the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, okay, and they're like, hey, why don't you come down? And we'll talk. And I'm like, okay, fine. But it's like where my friend was lived. It was like, like a five minute walk. It was like mm-hmm. perfect. Okay, I'm like, all right. Uh, and they're like, yeah, listen, man, uh, you sure you want to? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, like they don't have faith in their own club. Kind of, yeah. God like because they're like, you sure you want to? I'm like, yeah, dude. I want, like, I love doing this. I'm like, I'd rather see if I can flex it out a little bit. Wait, did they know you're from New York? They, they yeah, like, I'd already established. I'm trying so to, they I, might have said it because they were like, oh, fucking, like let me see if I can look New, at York, New York comic wants to perform here. All right, let me see I mean, if I can find his name real quick. Because what we've learned is that people yep. think New York comedians are hot shit when they're outside of like people outside of New York think we're hot shit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, this guy, uh, his name's Matt, really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got his information, so if we ever want to go back there, we could probably get some shows. But awesome, that's a uh, yeah. that's a side note. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm like let me just do a little time, like, like whatever. And she's like, okay, cool. Actually, we have a lot of New York comics. And then uh, again, really should have written all their names down <laughs> because the woman who yeah. uh, uh, was also from New York, she was actually from Toronto. She's from Toronto, moved to New York, and now tours doing comedy. And I'm like, fuck, she was cool. I think her name was. Jenny, <laughs> I don't know. I really, right. really should have written it all down. Yeah, people, look up a Jenny from Toronto, Toronto from Listen, this is why I need a partner because if not, I can't do this shit solo. Like I, all I have is the confidence to talk to strangers. You have the one that like do like the the work part. And you have no no brain capacity to remember shit with when you're inebriated. Essentially, I really don't because I've been. <laughs> yeah. dead, I just drink all drink all fucking dead. So I've been blow to this shit the last two weeks. Yeah, I've been big. I look bigger than usual. <laughs> it's all it's, the beer. If I, not, if I cut beer, I'll be I'll be hot. I'll be hot once I cut hey, beer. I don't drink beer. You didn't, people, I drink rum and cokes. People know that. Mm-hmm. And if I did, I would be hot. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Well, and I get in there. I'm like, the crowd was bigger than what the guy was making up to be. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, this is. So, he, were you on a showcase? Yeah, like a, it oh, was like cool. a comedy showcase. It was like the nine o'clock show on a Friday night. I'm like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And I'm like, I see the rooms pretty. It's pretty. It's not packed, but it's it's full enough. Like, it's How like many people. I'd say twenty five to thirty five. Okay. Yeah, like somewhere in that. I'm like, this is this is good. Like the room's dark. Like it's. It's a good-looking room. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Why well, this guy's like so... And then the first guy goes up. And now this guy is a fatty. <laughs> he's bigger than me. He's like mm-hmm. twice my size. Mm-hmm. And he's doing fat jokes. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, like, that's our thing. But then uh, he's not getting any... Like Some of them were pretty good, too. And he's just not getting any laughs. And a woman heckles him. He's like, you shouldn't make fun of yourself like that. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like that. <laughs> and he's like, uh, what are you fucking talking about? Like, this is... That's worse. Like it's the thing. It's like when you're making fun of yourself, the worst thing you can hear is somebody saying, "Don't make fun of yourself." I, right. I, I just, I want to. I, you should be love who you are. And love I'm like, who you that's are. Not, if I loved who I would be on doing fucking stand up. Love who you are, but make fun of other things. Yes. Like Trump. Make fun of Trump. Yeah, actually, that basically might as well. Make fun of Mitch McConnell. And then uh, <laughs> I was just, he's just like, so he bombs, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. All right, so I go up there, and I'm like. I'm not gonna do fat jokes. Then I'll go into some other. I'll do some Tinder dating, dating shits, and then uh, this group that's right next, like the table, like you know the 
VIP spots at mm-hmm. White Plains now. Like that's basically where they were on the stage. They just decide, yeah, we're just going to talk and have our own conversation the whole fucking time. And they're all like Louisville Cardinal fan, but it was the football team was playing the next day, and so they mm-hmm. all roll in town. And they don't shut the fuck up the whole fucking time. And they're like heckling, and they're like, man, man. I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up, you dumb cunts. Uh, I you was said little, that, yeah. Okay. I, was, I was a little drunk, and that, I was saying it's cunts in the pejorative. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And she's like, don't call me a fucking cunt. And then it gets into one of those just like, and I'm like, hey, listen, you know, you guys should kill yourselves because Tennessee's terrible. You're all- <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fucking everywhere you visited so far to do comedy has been terrible. I Texas mean- was terrible. Tennessee is terrible. Fuck your states. I they are they're worse than New York. I'll say it. They are worse places. And I came in with an open mind. I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, New York's great. I'm not. But I go to these places. I'm like, these places are fucking terrible. The, You're just hyping up Nashville though. At the beginning, you were like, Nashville. Is so awesome. I was going to get to the moral of the story okay, there in okay. a second. So yeah, so that was my. And then everyone bombs, and the guys just kind of looks at me. He's like kind of told you and i'm like that's fair and so i'm like all right i'm just gonna drink the rest of the weekend i don't feel like doing any more comedy so that was me and comedy in nashville and com- nashville is a very fun city i would like to go back and like really do it comedy wise because i was you know, it was a vacation party like i wasn't taking it too seriously so i would like to see what it's like if i we really did something there and really got into the scene you know because i was mainly hanging out on the strip and just doing that. it what i realized though if i spent too much time there is that it was like christmas every day mm-hmm. where it's like i enjoy this all too much where i, I Drinking, partying, dancing, music. Yeah. You can't do it every single no, you day. You can't do it every day. And like, so that's, uh, that was my thing. And I'm like, you know, I, I liked, I do like Nashville. I went to the Tennessee State Fair and I realized Tennessee is disgusting, but Nashville is nice. <laughs> Same with San Antonio. San Antonio, you're, you guys are great. But, but you the know, rest of Texas but also, probably... but also shut the fuck up about it. Like, just, yeah. Every, if, uh, yeah. There's I no, like how we're trying to promote other cities, other states, and so on. It's just like, Fuck Tennessee, hated it. Well, all right, be better. Like that's, yeah. my, that's my fuck New Jersey. Yeah, I'll can't give wait me that guy's me. too. Like, listen, I'll say good states right now. Yeah, New York. <laughs> Fucking New York is like <laughs> like twenty percent of New York's cool. <laughs> like oh, New York's great. What are you talking about? Like upstate, like yeah, even upstate. You have New York upstate City. Upstate is like a wasteland. What do you mean? There's beautiful forests and waterfalls. I don't and know. Like, Maybe I'm just jaded because I was. Uh, that's you went to Binghamton, which yeah, is, yeah. was was is a turd hole. Yeah, well, that's the we might way. go up to Binghamton. I mean, we, we can, might. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna say, man, Binghamton, fuck it, to their faces, and I they'll think, they'll agree though. No, I don't think like I mean, Long Island. We talked shit about Long Island. Yeah, last I hate time. Long Island. Exactly. It's like fucking. I think. Yeah, I'm saying, but there's good part. New, I don't know. Every state has cool parts and shitty parts, and yes. I don't think any state is like immune also, from that. I've also realized, don't go to those states in august and september because they're both a billion degrees outside yeah yeah <laughs> so we're gonna go to russia in january That's we're going to russia in january and sean's just gonna be like fuck this country putin's a motherfucker i'll say that yeah. <laughs> if i didn't think I'd, there was a good chance i'd be thrown in a siberian prison yeah that's another thing too uh i think i should play burt kreischer in the machine movie mm-hmm. did you see this um no i did not see that so burt kreischer's very famous bit yeah, slash story. Yeah, no, I know. The machine. Uh, they're adapting into a full flank movie, 
And Bert uh, Kreischer's like, all right, now I need to pick who to who to cast. And our boy Frankie's like, hey, cast Sean Barry as as you. you and I'm tr- like, yeah, you definitely should go for it. I, I, that's a role I could play. Yeah. Are they going to do auditions in New York or is I, it? I don't LA? know. I've been, I've been looking into it. Uh, because, you know, I've auditioned for a handful of things. And I'm like, I could play that role. Oh yeah. Like Bert Kreischer, man. Like I, I could do that. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I'll tag Bert Kreischer and be like, listen to this podcast. Yeah. Cast why my, not? Cast my boy. Big Sean Barry. Yeah, big big Barry man. Big. Like I'm a wild party dude, you know. I'm gonna learn a little I Russian. Can't, I can't believe that. Like he was voted by, oh, fuck, what was it? Like he was some publication declared him like the number one partier at the number one party yeah. school. No, you don't know that story. State. No, I know that story. Yeah, it was like, uh, Playboy magazine. That's so fucking wild, dude. You know Van Wilder is based on him, right? Well, I I knew that I haven't seen the yeah. movie, but like I I know that, but it's like so fucking crazy that like some t- movie execs were like, we're gonna like option the rights to your life and yeah. make a movie out of it. a hit movie. That's so cool. with multiple sequels. But Bert Kreischer's like he's a cool dude. Yeah, like, like I, I feel like he might be one of the best guys to see live. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, okay, I'm just in a good mood the whole time. But also, he just seems like a, a very chill. Yeah, guy. Yeah, like he just seems like a cool dude. Like yeah. I've never heard anybody talk <laughs> ill of him in the slightest. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good guess on the podcast, Bert Kreischer. Bert, come on, the Bert pod. Kreischer. Well, if you get the if you get the part, you if I get if I get on the part, we'd have to get him on the, the part. If I play Bert Kreischer in the Bert yeah. Kreischer movie of the machine, well, hey, this podcast is done. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. We're deleting everything. <laughs> yeah, that, this is to all, prevent him from getting canceled. Yeah, like I can't that. get canceled. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just be too good for you guys, and I'll never talk to any of you again. Fair. <laughs> I mean, that's what's, what's going to happen with one of us. One, one of us, us is, will make it bigger. One of us is going to get a big thing, and it's just I've said like, this before, uh, a lot yeah. of us doubt it sometimes. Like, oh, but like, you know, there's about let's say fifty of us in the Hudson Valley scene for realsies, mm-hmm. and then out of the fifty of us, let's say twenty of us are like B plus and above, right? Mm-hmm. And of that twenty. Maybe five of us are in that A, will be in that A range. And of that five, one of them might be able to make a living touring this. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's not that crazy, though. Because, like, yeah. every other profession, that those numbers are, are way higher. Yeah. Like, those odds. So, one in five to, I don't know, you're the math guy, but however that breaks it's down. one in 50. <laughs> Because we started with fifty shut people. Up, shut, <laughs> up, shut up, Peter. <laughs> no, I'm the math no, guy. I know yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One in fifty. One in fifty is not bad. Yeah, two percent. If it's one of us, I guess. And then but also, I mean, your parameters are they make a living touring. I mean, there's other ways comedians can make a living too. Like, yeah, it's, I, there's. I, a, I just said per- right, right, touring, right. but no, no, ma- I, makes it. I guess makes it. Yeah, I guess however you want to define making it as. You know, there's a great like article I have bookmarked that's like I think it's a Vulture article. It's titled 20 Ways Comedians Make Money in New York City and L.A." And it like breaks down their finances by like some of them make a lot of money doing stand up, but others make yeah. a lot of money doing TV work or other people make a lot of money doing podcasts or doing sketch shows like there's so many yeah, I, would take a guess our money would come from podcasts yeah yeah so there's like all different like, at this I mean, point like, I've, I've realized like if i break down my skills i think my number one yeah. would be like photography and number two would be as a podcaster yeah and then like three would be masturbator <laughs> and then four would be stand-up be a cam girl i'd be a good cam girl yeah do you know who gardner Minshew is Gardner Minshew. He's the current quarterback of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. And uh, he is known for pre-gaming, stretching, and just a jock strap. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this this came out when he got named starter these past two weeks. So there's all these pictures of him just in a fucking jock strap. So Cam Soda offered him a million dollar <laughs> sponsorship 
to stretch out in one of their, I guess, new like dick puppet things they have. <laughs> And uh, I think the NFL is blocking it, but it would be so. <laughs> yeah, of course they're gonna block it. That would have been that would have been a great deal. But like, come on, like, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Let him make some fucking money. F- free the fucking peen. Enough look, of these societal stigmas that the penis is something to be afraid of. Look, here's 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 the thing. Like, football, it's whatever your opinion on it. It's whatever. The NFL, fuck that corporation. <laughs> fuck them. It's a non for profit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, the NFL sucks. The NFL is just a terrible corporation. But um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's that's. So that was your experience in Nashville. Actually, uh, how na- how did you end that show? Did you just like, you just said fuck just, Tennessee and then yeah, like, I just left. said fuck Tennessee. And my time was up, and then I, I watched. <laughs> then I watched the other comics also bomb. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, so anyway, we also saw one of the most interesting comedic performances. So of our generation. Let's, let's back it up just a hot minute. Uh, yeah. Opening, the true opening of White Plains Comedy Club was this past Friday mm-hmm. uh, under Z Prime Steakhouse in White Plains, New York. Uh, Which com- White Plains is about like, I would say 30 minutes outside of New York City. Yeah, whatever um, it is. It's, it's, you know, you take a train there. It's about like, it's about 10 minutes it's from a, me. It's a fairly... It's like I don't know, like the second largest it's, city. Yeah, in it's the Westchester. second largest city in the Westchester. It's the county seat of Westchester. It's, yeah, it's a middle. It's like a middle-sized city. Yeah, it's nice. It's bigger than San Antonio. No, it's not. No, San Antonio is the seventh largest city in the country. No, the population is like around sixty thousand people. It's, but you know, yeah, it's got whatever, like, it's got like it businesses. It's got tall buildings. Whatever. It's doing well yeah. for itself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's the opening night after we were we were on the soft opening, which uh, was soft. Where Peter Peter uh, midway through says like why am I even doing this? <laughs> was well, best the best uh, line of the night when you went up. Fuck, did I say that? Yeah, you said why am I even doing this? Yeah, I think I did say that out of frustration. Well, backing it up a little bit, so yeah, there was a soft opening of White Plains Comedy Club, last which Thursday. all of, last Thursday, which all of us were on, you and I and, and all Frankie, our all our friends, Frankie and Jimmy, just all the people who were in the who were active in the Hudson Valley, and um, there was also some like. Friends more, of friends of Lucy's and like stuff like that. More seasoned comics were on that show, like people who like really know how knew how to like work an audience, like people who who've done a lot and people who've had a lot of credits were on that show, yeah. and none of them were able to really. Well, some of them were, but barely any were able to really break this audience. Yeah, we like this could, audience was very very tight from the very beginning. Yeah, we just they could not. Uh, we just couldn't couldn't break through together good, and it was a decent size audience. But things the room so big and it was so new. It was that's why it was a test run night. So let's cut to jump to Stormy, right? I think that's all. yeah. We don't need to talk more about art. Yeah, I just I just bomb and I, I get off early because I'm like this audience is not having me at all. Yeah, <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. So Stormy was the official. We if you've been listening to this podcast, was the official uh, headliner of White Plains Comedy Club, which was that Friday sold out show. All these. Uh, Bells and whistles. You know, all these ritzy Westchester parents are there to see her, which is as I predicted. It uh, wasn't like you know, like CBS Two News' own Marsha Kramer. Marsha Kramer was, was, was at the show, and yeah. which was crazy because I said her name to her face. I was like, "Oh, Kramer, Marsha, right this way." Yeah, <laughs> I totally didn't know who I was talking to at yeah. all. Uh, but yeah, it was a packed house, as, as I predicted. Just all these like probably like you know liberal moms and dads who wanted to see Stormy Daniels, and then all the creeps. Were there any creeps? You on? didn't notice all the fucking creeps. Oh, I guess there were a few. There were a lot. A lot I, of I, I thought it was just mostly like 
the people in the VIP seating, man, they were yeah. they were gross. But um, I think it was mostly just like but people who is, voted for Hillary and who are parents' age. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. it's like anything. It's like oh, it's either you're going to watch a train wreck or you're going to watch a boob. Yeah, so she had two openers. One was Chrissy Mayer, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. She was great. And, and then, then she had an opener who she's Greg, been touring with, Greg, Greg Studley, Studley, who I talked to after the show. Really, really cool guy. And uh, apparently uh, not in porn with a name like Greg Studley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's cool so true. But yeah, then uh, it's one of those nights where they didn't do too well because everyone was there just to see Stormy. Mm-hmm. Like I, that was one of those like we're not gonna laugh because we just want to see Storm. They did better than I think any of us did on the cold opener. Uh, I don't know, it's like people would not like it. Took Chrissy like a solid five minutes. Well, it took Chrissy a while, but people were like people were attentive to Studley. I remember. Yeah, I, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, but yeah. So and yeah, so we come out and we're all thinking to ourselves, what is Stormy Daniels actually gonna do? What is she she's, gonna she's do? Not a, she's not a comedian. Not a comedian. She's not a. You know, she's not a, I mean, she's a trained professional. Right. But she's been touring. She's an bef- actor. But she's been touring before this. Like yeah, she's, she's been, been out on the road for two, three months now. Um, She was touring at Stand Up New York, or she was touring and went to Stand Up New York the day before White Plains Comedy Club. So she was like hitting up other clubs. So we're wondering, what is she going to do? And, and um, she comes on stage with a glittery microphone. Yeah, a glittery <laughs> she microphone. She has her own glittery she microphone. She has her own mic. Which, you know, I roll right there when someone has to feel like. No, nah, I get it. I mean, like, I'd rather, like, think about all the germs and shit that are on microphones all the time. I would I would bring my own. Okay, that's fair. She has to keep her health. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, it you fits know, her personality, she's, too. She's so a stripper like, slash ex-porn yeah, star. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, what do you, what'd you think? I'm just like, I'm just, I always, like, think back to, like, the Kevin Hart golden microphone. I'm like, all right. But, no, yeah. I think that's fair for, for Stormy. So, she comes up with her two giant bodyguards. Her bodyguards, mind you, are, are very, like, funnily Big enough, just... Way too close to her throughout the entire. Well, thing. they have to be because there's right. so many crazies that might bum rush right. the stage. It's just so funny because they were so visible. Yeah, as she was performing and talking about like I'm in porn, you yeah, know? and, she's and t- they're sitting there stone faced. So, and basically, her act is just she tells dirty stories, which yeah, that's what she's going to do. Well, here's the thing: she did a fucking hour. An hour. She did an hour of stand up. So it wasn't well. Th- she, she did a half presented hour it. She presented or like I don't know, like f- whatever. She presented it like stand up. Like what I thought she was gonna do was she was she was gonna like tell in a very non performative way, like just some stories from her time in the industry or her t- or like whatever. Yeah, you know, because she seems like a woman who would have a lot of things to talk about mm-hmm. but she's like trying to like build this stand-up back so she goes on stage and she tries to like pepper in these jokes yeah, and she tries to do an it. hour she's like trying to do it in this very cutesy way yeah. but the thing is like as soon as she like as soon as someone attempts to like do something like as soon as she attempts to do stand-up her engagement with the audience just is reeled back yeah. by a lot yeah because, because they're, all, they're all just they're all heckling and hollering and hooting yeah like like if she just like was storytelling and wasn't trying to perform i think it would have been a lot more engaging but it, it was painfully obvious she was like trying to entertain yeah and it was like not really hitting well with the audience and she didn't bomb but it was just the it was not like she tried to present herself like this very seasoned comedic performer which she yeah, was well, not she understood she understands what it's like to have stage presence because she's been on stages yeah i mean look she wasn't 
terrible, but it was just like, I think what she was doing was not in her element at all. <laughs> well, again, I've you said know. before, it's less humiliating to do porn than it is to do stand-up sometimes. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I'll tell my part of the story of this. Is, uh, I was hired to be the photographer for the night and take some shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they made a rule, uh, no no pictures, no videography on your, on your from the audience members because that's how weird shit happens. Because she, you know, TMZ, all that garbage. Uh, yeah. Understandably enough. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, people took it upon me to tell me to go fuck myself the entire <laughs> night. Because apparently, I came up with that policy instead of just being the guy they fucking hired uh, to do this. And so uh, there's this VIP wo- woman uh, who decides because she paid extra for tickets, that means she's more important than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, I don't know what's the cleanest way of putting this, is a capital K cunt. Uh <laughs> cunt with a k yeah the worst kind of cunt it adds the extra emphasis of (laughs) she just she just was like she was she was like it she's like hey fatty i I like 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 who talks to another human being like that wait she called you a fatty yeah fuck her what the fuck i always do what the fuck like why are you allowed to take pictures of us if i'm not i'm I'm not taking pictures of you i'm taking pictures of the fucking stage and i'm just like 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 she's just like yeah i'm like i get really old you know i'm just smiling and i'm through and i'm like i'm getting paid and i don't fucking care wait so is she she's mad at you because you're taking pictures and she can't yes oh i thought when you talked to me about it originally i thought she was mad because you were taking pictures and she thought she was in the pictures and she didn't want to be seen in so, pictures with story that, daniels that, that was part of it too it was, okay it was, yeah. Something, yeah it was both that and it was both things but yeah. like she was real <laughs> mad about it, and then she's like, she's ha- she's yelling now, like over Storm. Yeah, no, Stormy, I, I like, heard. Like she's not, he's not with me. I'm like, I oh. heard her, and when I when I heard her, I thought she was like, oh, this is like the the MAGA plant in the audience who's no. trying to like dissent her. But it was she's, just so yeah. then uh, one of her bodyguards uh, just like touched me. He's like, don't worry, I will I'll take care of this mm-hmm. cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said, and I'm like, all right, well, you said it too. And then uh, you know, I whatever, I finished taking pictures. Was you know, I had to. T- you know, I'm like, I'll go upstairs, have a drink. I don't feel like dealing with this shit anymore. I mean, also, you have a fucking fancy camera. Don't Wouldn't you look like a photographer? Like, yeah, you'd think that, Peter. Yeah. People have treated me like shit my entire life. Yeah, this is stupid. And I'm like, the next thing I know is apparently she got tossed for heckling later in the night. And I know that her husband shoved her. Oh, was that the same woman too? Same woman. Oh yeah, because that's yeah. like that's the other that was the other interesting incident yeah. that night was that like she like I was actually talking with Greg and like these two women passed by and they talked to Greg and they were like you're so funny you're funnier than her you should be doing like you should be headlining and it was just going on and on yeah and, like um, yeah so essentially what happened later was like she they kept talking like there was a point where they kept talking loud enough that like the and they were in the corners like aside from the stage uh, so like her team which was like five people yeah. like had to like escort them out and then their husbands got involved and their husbands like tried fighting the people who were like trying to like get their girlfriends or wives to leave yeah like the guys were fuck don't don't ever fight a a real bouncer yeah because they'll fuck you up it was just like it was just the most pathetic display of machismo i've ever witnessed being just like fuck you you asshole fuck you and nobody what are they peter but so so they they leave upstairs you were upstairs talking with frankie i was downstairs like what were they I don't. I don't know. Was there anything else that happened? Last uh, they no, it's just they all like got a very stern walking out, and I'm like, all right, yeah. That that just shows how much of a shit show this show was. I mean, just I mean, yeah, it was, it was a wildly bunch. It probably, you know, admittedly, it's not how I would want to open the club, but it sold out, and I get, you know, people. And there's, there's she, she did, she, she did. had a couple loyal fans. Some people really enjoyed the show. No, yeah, there's people who really enjoyed the show. She also walked like a third of the audience. <laughs> like so many people were so disappointed in her yeah, <laughs> for not but, being 
being funny. But like, and that's on them, though. Like, what yeah. did you expect? What did you expect from Stormy Daniels? Yeah. You expected her to be like a fucking 15 year season comedian who knows how to do this. Like, do it. there are, like there that. are 15 year season com- uh, comedians who can't do an hour. Exactly. Uh, it was so funny. So, like, there was like this one six year old who was just like, who left, like, going up the stairs, and he was just like, oh, she's terrible. Like, yeah. the way he said it was so funny. It was like one of those. Like, oh, I know old the exact pers- same guy, but he's the one that complained of, I don't like how the spotlight's on me. She's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so loud, too. Yeah. So that, that's that's all we have for this week. And we wanted we wanted a photo with her, though. I wanted her to autograph my tits. I wanted to get her on the show. She was charging for photos and autographs. Yeah, and she charged like, a lot for uh, all that stuff. I didn't want to pay. I you, for that's it. how she's making her money, though. Yeah, I was disappointed. I wanted to. I wanted to get that photo with her. Yeah, have I, that I be can the, send you some photos of her. Have that be the clip of the episode. Just yeah. me, the most innocent looking man, just next to. Fa- I would. I would pay her like my face wouldn't. I would simply pay her like twenty dollars though to like massage your balls <laughs> just that, that, that would get your face red. just like as the picture is taken she just grabs my ass really firmly yeah, and I'm like oh that ever together, i would grab your ass make you think it's stormy <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that's good right we're um we're at an hour i think we are in an hour yeah so um anyway thank you i think this has been uh, a great episode let's do yeah this was fun i had fun mm-hmm. uh let's do quick plugs i don't have any plugs. uh i have a show this thursday at uh the Millhouse Brewery in Poughkeepsie, New York, The Dirty Laundry Mike. I'm on a very funny show with a lot of really great comedians. It's uh, me. Uh, I'll start it over. It's, uh, it's uh, hosted by Sally Torrejani. Uh, me, Dave Namry, Marcus Gavon, Frankie Becerra, uh, and Renee Stanko, headlined by Annie McDermott. It's going to be a really fun show. Please come on out to that. Then on October 10th, I'm at Rhino Comedy. It's a Thursday. It is me... TJ Francis, Aaron Wolberg, uh, Nicole Halsey, hosted by Dave Namry, headlined by Jimmy McDonald. Oh, yeah. Did I say Travis Grant? Yeah, I think I did. <clears throat> okay. That's all my plugs. Uh, I don't have any shows other than strip spots, um, st- comic strip spots. Yeah, I'm going to specify that other than my, Stormy, my comedy stripping show that I do, but I don't do actually, but it exists somewhere, I bet. Um, if you want, you can also uh, check out the lunch read, which is what I write satire for. I actually just as at time of uh, releasing this, I just released uh, a new parody, uh, a new uh, satirical Photoshop website where I created a cameo account for OJ Simpson. So if you want to check that out, <clears throat> he doesn't, and I checked. <clears throat> but the fact that he doesn't have a cameo account makes this perfect because it seems like he would have a cameo account. So I'm going to try to make people think this is real. I want it, I want it to be one of those like uh, satire articles that people share around thinking it's real, yeah. but it's not real. <laughs> so check that out. That way we can get OJ on the pod so he knows what a big fan I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why aren't you verified? It is bullshit. He's not verified. I stand by that. Dude, he was fucking giving like legal advice to Antonio Brown on his Twitter. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> Two falsely accused men. <laughs> exactly. Okay, uh, guys, also listen to my other podcast, the Big Barry Podcast. Uh, I put out a really funny one this week uh, with John Skelzo mm-hmm. called Going on a Date, uh, where he and I go on a date together. Uh, that's all the teaser I'll give for that. Um, other than that, guys, my name's Sean Barry. Uh, and my name is Peter Clark Deutsch. And we were Two Mike, Mike Minimum. Minimum.